Hello, and welcome to the Brain Mastery Podcast, brought to you by ABI Wellness. This series features renowned experts on brain injury, brain health, and rehabilitation. Be sure to visit abiwellness.com for more resources. All right, welcome back to the Brain Mastery Podcast. Today is a really exciting episode of this particular podcast because I have a couple of people that I really respect who have experienced really as a family together firsthand the journey, the complex journey of brain injury and brain injury recovery. And these are, you're going to really want to listen up on this episode. These are two people who really understand this at a high level, but also you know, understand a lot of the challenges, of course, but also understand when effort is applied towards uh, some level of improvement, change can happen. And, you know, I think, you know, for people that are listening today, you might be uh, a family member of somebody with a brain injury. You might be a family member of, you might be somebody that may have suffered uh, any kind of stroke or, or acquired brain injury or concussion. And you're wondering, you know, what do I do? about, you know, improving my memory, my attention, my planning, you know, you're going to want to listen up (laughs) today. Today I have with me Donna and Ryan Jones. I'll let Donna and Ryan introduce themselves because I'll do a better job than I would. (laughs) But, um, you know, I, I came to know Donna and Ryan through this work in brain injury rehabilitation and really, you know, cognitive programming. And, you know, Ryan is somebody who, you know, really is an inspiration to me. He's somebody that's really put in a lot of effort into his, his rehabilitation process. And I'll let him talk a little bit about that more because he's the expert. But today, I just really wanted to introduce our audience uh, to Donna and Ryan. So Donna, uh, do you want to give a little bit of an introduction as well uh, on your end? Hi, I'm Donna Jones, uh, mother of Ryan, who suffered a brain injury over five years ago now. And we live in Smithers. Um, and had to uproot our lives for a couple of years to go and help Ryan out um, through his long journey. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, do you, do you want to give your a quick, just a real quick introduction or a long introduction into kind of uh, you and some of your introduction into meeting us, meeting me and, and living in Vancouver? So uh, Ryan Jones and what met Mark there more than three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a year, just yeah, a year and a half after my accident. And uh, yeah, it was great to meeting Mark at the Watson Brain Center there in Burnaby. And I really loved the program. Stayed there for, I wouldn't say necessarily too long, but it was a while. It was a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Ryan, for context, maybe Donna, could you explain, you know, Ryan had already, before I met Ryan, a lot of great medical interventions that kind of already occurred, right, to help Ryan. Maybe for context, if you don't mind, I don't want to bring up too much of the past, the painful stuff, but for context, just so people can understand, you know, this wasn't just a concussion. This was something pretty significant. Do you mind just sharing with the audience a little bit of, of, of that? Yeah. So, um, the accident, it was a car accident. It was really bad. Ryan had a brain injury and a heart attack with the accident. So he had no oxygen to the brain. 
and was in ICU at VGH for months in a coma. And he had a procedure right at the beginning called the brain bolt, which really, really helped the doctors with his care. But it was also a lot of, um, they didn't know if he was going to survive. And there was kind of a, you know, some of the doctors thought we should continue on with him and other doctors thought that we shouldn't. And we just kept moving ahead and just, you know, it's like we were not giving up on him. And we were so happy and grateful for the doctors that were on our side, too. And so, yeah, he got through that process and ended up at GF Strong and had great treatment there. And, I mean, it was a real slow process and he had to do a a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. And... um, so that was like the beginning bit of it there before we met you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it was a great team that, you know, I know of a lot of the people at BGH and FGS Strong. And thank goodness you had that innovative group of surgeons, right, who were doing really remarkable, really groundbreaking work, right? Yes, absolutely. And he was, the, he was Ryan was the first person who had ever had the brain bolt that had had a heart attack. So now they're continuing on with their research and using it more and more for all kinds of brain injury too. So it's, it's wonderful. It is wonderful. And, you know, Donna, that part, you know, when I first met you and and Jim and and Ryan, you know, that was really, I was just so happy to hear about the, the commitment of the medical team that was helping him. And then when we looked at all the, you know, physical progress that Ryan was making, You know, something that we kind of talked about early stage, I remember the meeting you was what about the some of the cognitive work? And I think Ryan was getting really good physiotherapy care and even occupational therapy care at a great rehabilitation clinic uh, out at the local university here. But one of the questions I kind of had was what about, you know, there was a mention of some challenges with, with some of the sustained attention, the memory, some of the planning which is common in, in brain injury. Even you, without brain injury. A hundred percent. Absolutely. So could you help the listeners understand a little bit more about that and what led us to having the opportunity to get to know each other? Well, because we kept being told that, you know, Ryan was going to progress. By the time that we were in the midst of it all, they said, okay, up to two years, you know, he'll right. progress and then plateau and then you won't see any changes after the two years and he was progressing along great, but it was like, it's not enough. Like we didn't want to accept that this is how he's going to be. And he didn't want to accept this is how he's going to be for the rest of his life because it, it, things were very, very challenging and it didn't seem if it stayed like this, he would be able to live independently. And we thought there's got to be more out there. And it was hard to find. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. And I, Donna, I really want to acknowledge you for that statement, because I think that's how innovation happens in anything in life. And it it was that that inquiry of, okay, the medical system is suggesting we have this 24 month window. And that's kind of where our worlds aligned was, you know, I was like, I was wondering that too. I was like, well, hold on. Why is it 24 months? Why is that the window? Like, help me to understand why. Because yeah. I'll, I'll accept it if you can prove why. 
Uh, I just want to better understand why. And as you know, and Jim knows, you know, I've worked with kids with brain injury in the past in the educational setting and had, and had seen, you know, them seemingly improve their cognitive capacities, you know, five, 10 years past. So I was curious about that. And that's really what led us into creating the opportunity for people to engage in the kind of programs that can help them to regain, you know, some of their lost cognitive capacities, because, you know, again, why two years? So I, I really, I remember that very well. And that continues to really motivate us is to provide those options for people, regardless of time from injury. Ryan, is there anything you wanted to add there? Mum was just talking a little bit about the kind of the two-year window. And, you know, once you're past two years, you know, it's, it's kind of fixed and, and things aren't going to change. Yeah. I've noticed myself personally that's improving for sure as of today. But it's just like, in my mind, it's the frustration part. Mm-hmm. Might be another reason why I'm improving is because I'm trying to get better and do things differently or whatever. But I, yeah, it's the frustration part. It's it's the it's a hard part, but it's kind of well. I mean, so knowing kind of Ryan's personality, Ryan's pretty gritty and determined. So you know, for context, so people understand a bit of more of the nature of the relationship. Just for people to understand, is you know. I've kind of started this ABI wellness program with a couple of other people and researchers and, and then actually helped to start a not-for-profit that brought the care to people in Burnaby, BC. And so, you know, I, I was around Ryan, fortunately, uh, around Ryan and many of the people participating in, in the program. And, and when you get to know Ryan, Ryan's going to put the effort in. You know, he is definitely, and he is not going to, he's, he's going to ensure that he's doing everything he can to put the effort towards achieving that goal. And that was something that, you know, was notable definitely in his cognitive program, but also very notable in his physical program as well. You know, Ryan beat staff to work most days. Ryan was on the treadmill putting in the work before staff most days. And then I challenged our staff, we'll get after it. Come on. If if we're going to work on this together, we got to get after it. I didn't know Oh yeah. And that was part of my running journey too, is that I was like, look at Ryan run. Okay. I need to try to catch him (laughs) or at least try to put the effort in to try to match the effort. And that was something that, you know, when we look at Donna, what you were saying, when, when they say two years is your window, did they understand how motivated Ryan was? You know, it was that factored in. Did they understand that there's programs that have taken the best of what science has informed us could help and blended that into a platform that could help someone motivated to get a little bit better or a lot better, you know, going. And, and I don't think they were, that was factored into that two-year idea. Absolutely not. I mean, as soon as Ryan became aware of what was going on with him, he was a wildfire fighter. And his goal was, I'm going to get back to being a firefighter. And he's back there. <laughs> You know, so it's like, it's, it's amazing. And we, we kind of lived by the mantra of never give up. Like that was one thing that kept us going through rough times, but it's not just never give up. It's like, keep pushing, just watching him and how determined he was to take advantage of everything that came his way and go with it. It's been amazing. Donna, like people need to hear this message. If you're sitting at home, if you're in any way, in anything, 
listen to what Donna said there because I I was fortunate enough to witness it and to play a little bit of a part in being a in being a part of it. And it was it was wonderful to see because everything was tracked. Everything was in one system and we could look day to day, hour to hour as to how well Ryan was engaging. And if we needed to change one or two things, we could just do that in real time. And it was so exciting to see when we started to see those milestones kind of hit, not just physically, but also, you know, definitely cognitively. It was really something to see. And Ryan, just in watching you hear your speech, it's pretty, it's humbling for me to see this. And, and I, you put in the work. I think that's the biggest part of it is you worked every single day. But look at what you're doing. I mean, look at the shirt you're wearing. Like show the people the shirt you're wearing, if you could. Do you mind? What does that shirt say, Ryan? Um, Forestry British Columbia. Yeah. So... What are you doing right now, right? Ryan's goal was to get back to work. And I remember you used to wear, when you came in to the program, you used to wear the hat, the rhino hat, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that was your old, right? I remember, yeah. man. And you were motivated. And look at what you're doing. Now, I know you've got, you've got goals. This guy's got goals. <laughs> and, and he's going to keep going after them. But, you know, for people that are listening, I guess this question is more for Ryan. You know, for people that are listening, regardless of what challenge they might be facing, regardless, here's somebody, Ryan, who showed up every day, put in the work, was measuring the work, worked closely with a group of people. Ryan, what would you want people to better? What's a message that you would want people to, to hear from you? And I know you're humble, but <laughs> I'll let Donna finish it. Ryan, you start. Donna can finish. Hey, I guess the whole motto is... Mom gave me the motto is so never give up. And just in my point of view, it's just keep pushing because it's there's probably a uh, the doctor's telling us that there was a two year plateau. I just want to slap in the face for that part of it. <laughs> well, they didn't know they didn't know the fire in you, is what I was trying to say. They didn't know the fire that was inside of Ryan Jones, but also in Donna and Jim and your brothers, like the whole the whole unit. You know, yeah. it's hard to, so I'm going to be a little bit compassionate to the doctors and I'm hoping you don't slap them, but I understand where you're coming from. You channeled that motivation into yeah. your recovery, right? And, and it was something that I think much like even with your, your neurosurgery, which is a remarkable, yeah. I, my hope is that the way in which you approach community-based cognitive rehabilitation can also help others. You know, that's actually my goal is to help that, to help others. Yeah. So, so you had more to say there, Ryan. Just not necessarily that kind of the what's the term, not quite to be the part of the doctor point of view, but just like the humanity itself, like just telling everyone that if you give up, you're obviously gonna go down slope. But if you keep pushing, you're gonna do better. Doesn't matter where you are and what's coming from you or whatever. So Ryan, like I think that's so true, but could you help people to understand a little bit? Because you had a really specific focus. It wasn't just that you were going to do all the work all the time for everything. You had very clear goals. Like what role did having goals have in you achieving? Like, like what role did that play? So, well, you had Josh on the team there at, yeah. who is constantly kind of coaching and pushing, right? right? Yep. And they, like, I, I guess that just so people understand, you know, you didn't just come up. It wasn't just running every day that got you where you needed to be, you, you were pretty focused on what you had to accomplish. Yeah. It's, uh, and, yeah and it's, uh, what, what role did the focus play and the goals play in your motivation and your outcomes? It just uh, made me push harder and stuff like that. And, you know, just made myself better. Okay. 
Yeah, I love it. And I think there was just such a high degree of focus. That's the thing. So Donna, yeah. how about for you? Um, you know, when you, when you think about this, this sort of work and, you know, what did you notice? What was, uh, you know, what was it like for you <laughs> being a little bit far away, having your, your son, you know, engaging in an outpatient kind of cognitive rehabilitation program far away from home? Like, what was that like? It was great because just seeing his commitment, it was like his kids reminding me of the rhino. It's like his head was down and he was going, you know, stomping his feet and he's going forward. And he, it's like nothing is stopping him. And he, I, I, he was trying to maximize everything he could get out of that program that you guys offered, you know, and it's, it's a great program. And it just, it worked wonderful for him with his determination. Yeah, I think that's really, both of you, thank you. I think that's very well said. And I think, I think in physical rehabilitation, we see this model working really well already, you know, everywhere, you know, I, I think we really see that. And, and together we're trying to bring that, those options to cognitive rehabilitation. And I think Ryan's a really wonderful example of how that can work. Because we're seeing it now time and time and time again, you know, the program's now available in many locations. And, you know, I love having the opportunity to follow up with, with people that I was fortunate enough to be in the trenches with a little bit. So to be able to hear you, you know, Ryan share, you know, when I see, I get emotional, you know, I, I see you back doing what you want to be doing. I know you're not exactly where you want to be within that, but you are there. And when I heard that, I got goosebumps and I still do because I remember you showing up every single day, you know, there's no secret to success. You got to put that work in and you got to be focused and intentional with each minute that you apply towards your progress. And Ryan, you're such a great example of that. And I know that your message is going to inspire and, and reach people because you were in a, you know, Donna and Jim to Jim's uh, Ryan's dad, you're very important people to me. Because Ryan was somebody I wanted to make sure, and you know me, I'm, I was actually quite careful. <laughs> you know, I was concerned. I wanted to make sure that we could do good for him. We could provide a program that Ryan could engage in. And I think people need to listen and understand that neurons that fire together, wire together, change actually is possible. And sometimes conventional wisdom suggests that that's not possible. But I think before we surrender to that conclusion, it's important to do the homework and to understand the other options that could be available because, and understandably here, here, you know, Donna and Jim were at, you know, a very good rehabilitation facility in Vancouver, a wonderful place with some of the best doctors anywhere, but they just weren't equipped to really provide programs in cognition. They just, that wasn't an option. That wasn't what they did. And thank God, I'm grateful that you entrusted us with Ryan's kind of post care and it was, I'm just so incredibly proud. I just sit up straight and chest out. I'm so proud of you, Ryan, and um, for doing what you're doing. And I'm looking forward to continuing to follow your journey as you continue to go. Can I just say that we are so thankful that you had that program there and that we found out about it? Because I don't know where we would be right now if, if Ryan hadn't of. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we found that program by a fluke and found someone who had been in, in it and had had a brain injury 30 years ago. And she just said, don't stop. Don't listen to them saying that 
two years is the is the maximum that any improvement is going to happen because she said that you know 30 years out for her and she sees improvement like wonderful. we were so heartened by that that's wonderful and you know neuroplasticity is real right it's it's very yeah, real absolutely. and it goes both ways though donna like you and jim trusting us with brian was huge and you know i love the team at df strong i'm a big fan of everything they're doing you know the amazing doctors that you had ryan from many locations the first responders first and then the medical team and the medical transport team and then the you know the surgeons and then the outpatient to gs strong and then the physiotherapy group we're trying to help to make that even easier because not not necessarily everybody's as as motivated and determined as you ryan you're the top one percent like like i think you know your level of motivation is pretty rare but we're seeing more and more people able to engage in these kind of programs now. And it's because of your efforts. It's in large part, it's because of the early, the first group of people that went through this type of program. Now we're starting to see it more available, Donna. And that gets me out of bed every morning because hopefully now people are starting to better understand. What about that two years thing? Oh, no, I heard about this Ryan Jones guy, <laughs> you know, and he's actually back at work. And, and that motivates me so much. And I hope that people that are listening to this really understand by focusing in on the problem you want to solve and the area you want to improve. If you're working with a good group of people who know what they're talking about, programs like the ABI wellness program can enable you to reclaim some of what you've lost. And that is so awesome. So when we think about the world of brain health, brain injury, and I'm going to give you each the platform here, Donna, what would your hope for the future be in this world of brain injury and brain health? If, you know, we're talking to doctors, we're talking to professionals, families, you know, what's your hope for the future? Well, my hope for the future would be that we would prevent more brain injuries. And I'm sure we're doing that too. And I mean, I think things have progressed in the past five years since we started this, but to see stuff like what you're offering available to people right away, like to let people and families know that there's somewhere that they can go after the hospitalization and the GF Strongs like that do a, such a wonderful job to get you where you need to be so that then you know there's somewhere else to go to keep moving forward. Love it. I'm with you. Uh, and Ryan, what's your hope for the future as you think about this world of, of brain health, you know, brain injury? What's your hope for the future? Just, um, yeah, more people like you and my mom and all the support just to keep pushing other patients or people forward and just getting them involved in activities or whatever they want to do just to yeah. keep them going. Yeah, you're, you know, Ryan, you're a humble guy and you're constantly pushing, you know, boundaries. And I, I really admire that about you, Ryan. You are, I mean, Ryan is just a man of few words, but he is a man of action and keep doing what you're doing. I'm just, you know, you have a whole team of people who are extremely proud and you inspire many. So any kind of last kind of final words that you'd like for people to, to hear or, or are we good? D D Donna, any kind of final words? So again, the people that listen to this, these are typically going to be, the, they might be professionals working in this space, but they also might be families. They might be mothers. Is there anything that you want people to, to kind of hear in terms of your last words? Just keep having faith in yourselves and your family unit and work with all the professionals to get what you can for your child or what, whatever. Like you just 
just don't stop. Love it. Take, uh, yeah, get whatever you can help you can get and and take it. Absolutely love it. Brian, any kind of last last words um, that you, you want to share? Just to be, I don't know how to term this, but to be out there on top of that, just like even if there if there is no family supporting another patient or whatever, just reach out to find other family, like not to direct family. Yeah friends or something a group like yourself which is oh that well yeah, yeah, that's such a good point man like i think what you hit on is so important because while you were going through your program you were with like-minded people who were going through a similar experience right and and what role did that play was that that was pretty important hey <laughs> yeah it gave me a good reason to wake up especially early and <laughs> get to do some stuff like get some stuff accomplished and be like because it was i don't know i had that we had a couple of friends with uh yeah I'm not gonna say their names but a couple no, no. friends in the boston center there yeah and it, i mean it was cool to watch though because i so sometimes i would bring you know i have professionals in and, and they'd be saying you know what's the group of people in here you know, is it all just post-stroke? Is it all uh, post-TBI? Is it all complex? Is it, is it only people in their 20s? Is it only people in their 60s? And I was like, no, like we, we got people post-stroke in their 70s. We got kids who have just come back from university with multiple concussions and at 18 and people that are 25 and everything in between. And they're all doing their own program. At, well, how does that work? There's such varying injury types and ages. I'm like, yeah, but they're all committed to the same thing. And they're all getting after it together and it's, and it's wonderful. <laughs> and they've all got each other's back and they're all pushing each other and supporting each other and eating together. And they built this amazing community that, I mean, again, Ryan, you need to know it worked both ways. Like your group was so focused on your, your improvement, your self-improvement and attaining your goals. It really inspired the team around you too to do better, to serve more, to reach higher. And, and we continue to grow that community. So I love what you said there, Ryan. So I, I just want to thank you both and we'll keep in touch. And you're both very, very important to me and special to me. And you continue to shape what's possible. And I know you're just getting started, Ryan. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's great to see. Wear that shirt with pride. Thank you for your service in British Columbia, where we are. The fires have been awful. Uh, the worst season ever and thank you so much for doing what you're doing for all of us i'm grateful and we'll keep in touch thank you mark thank you so much for listening to the brain mastery podcast brought to you by abi wellness be sure to follow us on social media channels at abi wellness The statements made regarding the Bears platform and ABI Wellness have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of the Bears platform has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. The Bears platform is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice.